Hello, everybody. And we're back, and this is another episode of I Don't Know About That. And I got with me again, Wayne Cox. Hello, Wayne. Hello there, Steve. So uh, we last time we did this, we had a couple of technical difficulties, but we released it anyway. So we hope you guys enjoyed the little joke podcast uh, with Alvin and the Chipmunks. But uh, that was Wayne and me. Uh, it's hard to determine if we were minions or chipmunks. You were or... more of a minion. I was more of a chipmunk, I think, because I couldn't understand a word you were saying. I told you what my li- wife said. No. Sounded like a minion with a lisp. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> well, we're back today. We're trying to do a serious uh, market um, podcast. And so I think Cody's got us going the right way uh, today. And uh, so, Wayne, let's talk a little bit about the market. I guess let's start with a little bit about oil right now, just a little bit. You know, I wished I was an analyst. (laughs) Yep. Because anything I said would be correct or wrong, and I'd still keep my job. I think it's probably better than a weatherman, (laughs) because I'll bet you they get paid more. And they're and they're even more wrong than the weathermen. And they never lose their job. I know. And so, uh, you know, the data we get from these guys, it seems like changes on a weekly basis. Yep. I think we got an update uh, even uh, recently mm-hmm. uh, where the uh, storage was going to be down what twelve point eight million barrels or something like that. I think it was yeah, so it was going to be down to that. I think. But. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah. it ended up going down over 3 million barrels or so, I think. Yeah, right? I know it. So, yeah, it's, it swings back and forth. And the price so. of oil today is above 59. So, so that's, that's, that's good news. That's the good news. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we obviously we, in our industry, for the OCTG industry, we wanted to see those high oil prices where they continue to drill. And we kind of feel like a lot of our customers, when it gets down to the low 50s, they can start to get pretty nervous. And I think we saw a little bit of the rigs, you know, starting to drop through the summer and continuing to do so. But uh, hopefully, uh, with the price of oil going up, a little unrest in the Middle East. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, we'll see those numbers start to slow down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's, it's those. So getting on the OCTG market, let's just delve right into that. You know, a lot of the input uh, steel costs that go into me going to making OCTG are also not doing too well. No, we've seen hot rope coal continue to deteriorate. Yep. Uh, I think Nucor announced a price increase uh, maybe this week to try to uh, stop the bleeding. Uh, but, but some of the numbers we saw were the hot roll band prices just this week were down 6% over last week. Right. So it's, uh, they're falling pretty dramatically. I guess from OCTG side, as many of you know, that's that's the hot roll band is the input for ERW pipe uh, that's then made into OCTG, and and so I guess it bodes well for if the if the OCTG market's healthy, low steel costs are are, are good for the ERW guys. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think they're able to to benefit a lot because OCTG prices are falling too. Right. So it just seems like with the price of coal coming down. The OCTG market is coming down as well on pricing, and so the mills are probably not doing anything any better profit-wise uh, yeah. on the ERW side. Which is a little bit different than last year. Steel prices, coal prices were going up. OCTG prices were not. Uh, yeah. Line pipe prices were going up, but OCTG wasn't. So, so the OCTG guys didn't get any benefit from those high steel prices last year, but they're kind of getting hit by these low steel prices this year. Right. Yeah. 
and we've seen the line pipe market soften as well. Yeah, we're hearing that a lot. That a lot of the guys that are uh, making line pipe, they're saying their order books are soft, uh, softer on the line pipe. And so, from a standpoint of the surface casing, the mm-hmm. uh, carbon side of our business, uh, we're seeing uh, the mills become more aggressive mm-hmm. uh, on the, on that side of the business. And then, of course, uh, tubing. <laughs> Tubing is uh, continuing to be uh, oversupply. Yeah, tubing, It's that's just not been a good market for quite some time now. No, all the guys that have tubing on the ground are just suffering. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 really tough for those guys. It's, but you know, it's um, it's it it is what it is. I think the mill utilization rates are also down, which is obviously. Uh, somewhat reflective of not only the demand, but I think it's also reflective of the inventory that's on the ground too. And wouldn't that wouldn't you say that? I yes, I would. And you know, the real question going forward uh, is: uh, Are the mills going to start to slow down? Which would mean they'd actually have to start laying people off. Or which slow. we've already we saw some of that. There was an announcement. I think it was last week on Comanche, uh, the TMK Ipsco. Mill and Comanche, they were having some layoffs there. and Correct. And I don't know if, if that was the only mill, but that was one that was announced, um, I guess, in the news up there in, in Iowa. So it's uh, that's the sad, sad situation to see some of those people lose their jobs because of this this market. But uh, but so, yeah, it's it's been a tough market um, this year uh, with falling OCTG prices, uh, falling demand. Um, you know, I think uh, I would say, though, there we're kind of bearish – on the short term, we're we're a little bit more optimistic as uh, in the next maybe six to nine months, or maybe nine months to twelve months. I would say. Yeah, the real question is going to be as we approach uh, going into the end of the year. Of course, there's the ad valorem tax that people have to mm-hmm. worry about the end of the year tax. And so, are we, are we going to see people start to drive their inventories down even more, or trying to get those inventories down at what would be respectable levels and you usually see keep, that yeah yeah is that going to keep a lot of pressure on the pricing out there yeah yeah that's that's going to be the and of course then the it all it all depends on what the rig counts doing i mean the rig counts uh, it dropped uh six six I think. six last week um before that was uh so that gets it down to i think 900 and well this is baker hughes uh, right 900 and i can't recall exactly but but it dropped six last week. Um, we're kind of getting down to the levels where we kind of thought it would be. Uh, and then originally we were kind of thinking to start to maybe recover in the fourth quarter. Um, so uh, I will say it's not plummeting, but it's certainly leaking. Yeah. Uh, from an optimistic standpoint, though, Steve, we're starting to uh, get some indications from our customer base that perhaps they'll be adding some rigs in Q1 of 2020. Well, that'd be good. And so uh, we've we've got a lot of hope for that right now. Well, and there's also some things that are that are happening. You know, we don't talk much about natural gas anymore just because it's you know the natural gas prices have been so low, and a lot of our customers out in the Permian, they're basically having to give away their gas. Uh, but there's some pipelines that are going in. They're going to be coming online pretty shortly. Uh, which will so you'll be able to get some of that natural gas coming out of the Permian to to market, um, which uh, you know that'll help some of our customers' cash flow if they can. I, I expect that the gas price will probably come down a little bit more when that happens, just because I would think there'd be more of a flood of natural gas. But if you can get the gas to the Gulf Coast, you do have an option, an opportunity now to export it, and so I guess if you're an oil and gas driller out in the Permian. 
if you were to be able to get a dollar for your MCF for your gas, it's better than giving it away for zero. Uh, so, right. And you, as we know, these guys keep drilling the cash flow. Yeah. And that's the key right now. And I think it's going to be the key uh, going into 2020. Yeah. Cash flow is, is cash is king uh, right now uh, in the oil and gas business. And, and we see that with most of our customers. It's uh, there's just everybody's talking about how they're con- trying to conserve cash because they're drilling to, to free cash flows and, and things of that nature. So that's uh, I don't expect that really to change because uh, I think that's also driven a little bit by the capital markets and the capital markets aren't exactly in love with the oil and gas business. And you know we had a we had ten of our. 10, 10 people up on stage last night debating on how to shut the oil and gas business down. I know so it. To speak. We got so. the G20 summit coming up and all that. But like you said, the debates last night were. Uh, yeah, I mean, they didn't focus on energy, but I think most of those people are not in love with the oil and gas business. So, uh, you know, there's, there's, it's, it's going to be, it's a tough row to hoe on, uh, on capital markets for oil and gas uh, for the time being, and I don't really expect that to change anytime real soon. But, uh, but again, you know, commodity prices coming up like they are, that's gonna that's gonna be helpful. Um, uh, obviously, if you're drilling to cash, you get a higher price you get, the better situation you're in. So, oh, absolutely. Uh, hopefully, like you said, uh, maybe we'll see some recovery in Q4. Yeah, uh, I don't see, think we're going to see any in Q3 at this point. Uh, yeah. there's no indication of that. But, uh, so I guess to wrap it up, just in a nutshell, right now OCTG prices are softening, continuing to soften. Steel yes. prices are softening, softening, continue yes. to soften. Rig count continuing to soften. <laughs> it's, and it keeps raining in Houston every and it, day. <laughs> and it's raining in Houston right now. So, so yeah, uh, right now. So that's kind of what's going on today. We're hopefully things will look up a little bit better uh, as we go into the summer. But uh, that's kind of where we're at right now. So thanks for thanks for joining me, Wayne. It was a great visit with you today, and thanks everybody for listening. Uh, and please tune in next time if you have any suggestions or comments. You can go to marketing at blpipeco.com. Thank you, Kayla. All right, we'll see you, everybody.